Hey there, folks, and welcome to uh, another episode, the second ever episode of the Next In Line podcast, formerly known as the Two Loud Adams podcast of the uh, RFK Refugees Sports Network. So um, we're coming at you the week of a big Saturday matchup, the first Saturday matchup of Loud United. That's right. We're kicking off the 2022 season. Um, For those of you who have been listening and live under a rock, um, or however you want to say it. But uh, if, if you're tuning in and you're not aware that this weekend is is the home opener, then um, you're, you're missing out on some intel. But yeah, so Indy 11, March 12th, coming up right now. Um, and we're going to give you, as best as we can, a rundown of that. But we're going to talk about a little about what's happening right now with Loudon. And uh, of course, we're going to talk about the Academy. So um this is going to be a, a kids-heavy episode of, of the Next in Line podcast. We're going to talk a lot about the DC United Academy, upcoming names, and some of the performances they've had. Uh, so, you know, hopefully that's something that interests you. Um, hopefully you're not you're not clicking the, the skip through button. But um, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it, right, Adam? Yeah, it's too late for you to skip. You're already here. Might as well you're listen here. to the end. You're stuck. You're with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, just to start off, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you being here. Um, and uh, yeah, let's get, let's get to it. So uh, kicking off pretty much the day after we recorded our last episode two weeks ago, um, the announcement was made that two formerly beloved Loudoun United players um, are not only going to remain formally beloved, they're going to uh, be promoted back into the past tense of Loudon life. And that is uh, Jacob Green and Kamarni Smith. We're welcoming their, them back on DC United full season loans. Um, do, do we say full season? Is it, it's like the quote unquote um, full, full season. I think it is. Um, I don't know the official terminology, but basically it's like a two-way player in NBA terms. Yeah. It's, it's... They, can, they can be called back up easily if needed but uh exactly but with the talent that's ahead of them on the first team roster i think dc wants him to get some more seasoning and loudon yeah and it's exactly right it's like the it's the full full season loan until coach losada needs them back um but mm-hmm. you know if he's digging that you know so far down his roster then i think they've got bigger issues but the, i mean hey right now you could look at dc united and you could say they don't have issues um <laughs> They got two, two wins, two and, wins uh, out of two. Yeah. Yeah. First time since late nineties. Really? Uh, for, wow. Yeah. To start their season off and first time in franchise history to do both of them with clean sheets. But I'll tell you right now, there's a great podcast that talks about all this stuff and they're on they're this, this wonderful Ooh, podcast called United 96. Um, also a part of the RFK refugees network. So check them out. If you want to <laughs> hear about that, um, we're not going to talk about DC United. We love them. We love DC United, right? The majority of uh, oh, yes, Loud yes. United fans came from DC United uh, and and are by proxy Loud United fans. But we're going to talk about DC. Excuse me, Loudon. Um, so next up, another signing. Um, so like on the on the the back end of this window, and then the front end of this window. Now now we're talking about uh, today, where we're recording right now is is uh, the eighth day of March, twenty twenty two. An announcement was made, and a signing was signed. Also from the land of Audi, and uh, uh, I'm gonna hand this one over to Adam to, to uh, attempt at pronouncing. Just want to make I don't want to mess it up. The one and only uh, Norwegians that we picked in the uh, it was the third round of the MLS Super Draft. 
Skage Siemensen. Skage, we're going with Skage. Okay, we're gonna. So this is one. And, we're if, gonna, I, and if we're wrong, feel free to come on our show and correct us, Skage. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, mumbling Skage under you know. So we're we're gonna work on this. Um, yes. But I think the best way, uh, you know, like we, we say this every year, the best way to fix this is you gotta come on our podcast. You gotta talk to us. You gotta tell us how it's pronounced. Tell us about you know where you played in the past and and what your future plans are and um and like we've done in the past if you do come on and you're a player and you tell us what your favorite uh, philanthropy is we will donate uh, a certain proceeding of the episode um that that, that is it's a donation that's done by Loudon Stampede which is the the supporters group for Loudon United they they're gonna help they'll help donate and they will they'll hook that up so so Skage or Skage whichever one it is or yes. Which you know, if we're if we're both wrong, um, either way, you can come on, tell us, and and we'll go. But so he was he was signed. So he, you already mentioned he was the third round draft pick, third or fourth round, definitely the third. Yeah, pick. well, they had they had two picks in the third round. The other one they picked a few spots ahead. Alex Nagy, uh, uh, though they didn't actually announce it. I think he elected to uh, finish his semester in the University of Vermont. That's so okay. there's there's a chance he could. Uh, show up at DC and or allowed in uh, this summer, but uh, I'm not putting money on it. And that's, yep. That's totally okay. Um, yeah. You know, education is important. You go to a good school like Vermont, you probably want to finish your education there. I know that um, this is something that exists a, a good bit at the NWSL level. I can't drop a name off the top of my head, but I know that there is a, a pretty, pretty prominent striker. Um, LLC or something like that. Either way, she's she just got uh, drafted by the. I mean, look here, you get drafted by the national champion uh, Washington Spirit. You want to play for the Washington Spirit, <laughs> but but she was I can't I couldn't tell you where she went to school, but she wanted to finish out her school, and so she's going to do that, and, and she's every right to do that, um, as does Alex <laughs> Nagy. So um, awesome stuff. Um, yeah. RFK Refugees also has a Washington Spirit podcast. If you want to hear more about that. That's right. And it is called Kindred Spirit. So, um, mm-hmm. hey, look, look at us. We're, we're dropping uh, all over the, the, the yeah. podcasting world um, within the RFK Refugees Network. So, um, Indeed. so c- continuing on the incoming outgoing uh, real quick, there is a, a brief, brief outgoing player that happened. It was a what's called a four day loan. Um, if you want to go ahead and look into the MLS rule books and learn what a four day role uh, loan is and exactly <laughs> what it entails. We will also have you on the podcast because we have no clue. Um, but yeah. but it turns out you can just you just you know lick your finger and, and pick a day on the calendar. And uh, Azad Liadi, who was mm-hmm. recently signed by um, by us from from Tormenta FC, which is in the USL League One, mm-hmm. uh, he went on a four day loan and uh, had a great time riding the bench for DC United in their home opening win against who was that? Uh, that was against Charlotte Charlotte, Charlotte Independent. No, no, not Charlotte Independence. Oh, Charlotte Independence is the other team. That's the right, USL Charlotte team. FC. The, the Charlotte Sorry. FC is is very <laughs> different. They're they're the team that uh, had seventy six thousand player or people, excuse me, at uh, the stadium to watch their home opener. Yeah, um, which all they also ended up uh, losing. Sorry. No, it's all fine. Come, that's the you know it's the expansion team. They can't all be Atlanta or the NHL's Vegas Golden Knights. Unfortunately, more oh man, them, what a first more, season. Yeah, more more expansion teams than any pro sports league. They just they gotta eat, eat it for you know a few years before they can become contenders. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, you know, and I'm not here to throw flack. I think I think you know when Charlotte <laughs> was Charlotte Independence, we, we had a great time playing against them. Our yeah. first ever home uh, game at, at 
Sager Field for Loudoun United. I say our, but Loudoun's first ever yeah. was um, against the the Charlotte Independence, which is now in a, a tier down and has split in a, in a schism of sorts uh, into <laughs> what is now existed uh, the pro football uh, pro soccer networks and in, in, um, yeah. in Charlotte. But and mm-hmm. ended in a tie. It was a great game. We had a lot of fun. Um, so we have an affinity to them. But I'll, I'll tell you, I, I was perusing through Twitter that night after the game, and I was like, oh, man, everybody's giving them love. They had record MLS attendances, Charlotte, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they're they're like, what a prolific, what a legendary night. They must have just spanked LA Galaxy. And turns out, no, they lost. Oh, boy. Um, oh, so, yeah. Well. Yeah. But anyhow, um, again, we're not on MLS here, but we are, we are going to talk about um, some academy stuff, but before we, we do that, um, one of the things we want to do over the next few weeks is we're going to do some spots and some, some, um, support for, for local businesses. Um, and, and we're reaching out to a few different local businesses, places that both Adam and I love and support, um, and, and care about, and, and we're going to try to do our best to, to help them out. Um, the first local business we're going to, we're going to help out is kind of a cop out. It's kind of, kind of lame it's bad excuse it's not really a local business because they're owned by a team called dc united but um that the first local business that we're going to give a spot to is loud and united go figure i know the whole podcast about them it's unbelievable that we would do that but um but you know we we do want to mention that you know this is it right the the week is upon us um this is the home opener week and and we really do want to see you guys under the lights of segger field with us um, and, and we really hope that you're able to plan to be there with us. Um, Loudon wants you to know that, that, that Segra field has had a ton of major upgrades in the off season. They've had a brand new sound system. They've added great new vendors. They're included for this upcoming season, a renovated and air conditioned restroom. Yeah. We're, we're done with the Porta Johns we've moved past it. Um, and a pregame concert that's planned for the home opener. You're not going to want to miss. Um, Single game, single match tickets are now on sale and, and you can be on the lookout uh, for, for all sorts of different fancy matches, including themed game nights that highlight Loudon's community and people. So, you know, I, I don't know, like, I don't know what you're doing, but you got to come on out. You got to bring the family. There's so much to do for the whole family to help create an even more complete atmosphere, including ladder ball, face painting and cornhole for the kids. So, uh, you know, we're Adam and I, we're going to be there on the 12th. We're going to be there this weekend and we're going to be at the home opener. I hope that hope that you're there to join us. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's our, there's our community spot, our uh, local business spot. Um, again, kind of a cap out for the first one, but we're going to transition. You know, there's not a ton of incoming outgoing players at the moment. We anticipate a few more uh, before the home opener. Unfortunately, the way it worked out this week, we know we, we won't be reporting on them on this podcast, but, um, in the meantime, there's a lot of news coming out of the academy. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of shift things a little bit here, and we're gonna talk about DC United Academy. Adam, take it away. Sure thing. Um, I was able to uh, get a chance to watch uh, DC's uh, DC United's U uh, seventeen team play those of the evil uh, New York Red Bulls U uh, seventeens. Also uh, at Segra Field, right? Yeah, they they uh, play at Segra Field uh, this time around. And uh, also, uh, they're going to be playing uh, this upcoming weekend and the weekend after that at Segra Field. Uh, uh, definitely, if you can make it to uh, 
if you can make it to Leesburg at like nine or 10 a.m. on Saturday, Sunday, respectively, uh, come out and see them. It's uh, oh, wow. free. It's free. And uh, it's the kids could really use, you know, the support. These are these are morning games. We're talking you're going to see 9 a.m. Yeah. Whoa. But, uh, you know, I guess in uh, your life, it's hasn't been any stranger to waking up early and grinding out, uh, you know, exercise. Have you? <laughs> not at all. Not not at all. Um, yeah. But it's awesome. man. But, and, and it sounds like there were some good, good performances that came out of the kids. Turns out the kids are all right. Yeah, the kids are all right. Uh, they won four to nothing. The DCU 17s did. Um, it was amazing to watch him be able to, uh, you know, both in the plays that they were able to pull off the defensive stops they were able to make. And uh, just, and of course, you know, the rookie mistakes that they're still working through here and there. Sure. Sure. Um, I mean, you're going to expect that at, at an Academy level, right? Yeah, of course. And um, also I will say on the uh, previous point about, you know, coming out to supporting the kids and giving them that, uh, pro soccer atmosphere there was one interesting thing while i was sitting in the stands there there was this hispanic man who brought in a uh, mini drum and a boom box or at least a bluetooth speaker with him oh and really was, yeah and he was uh playing uh he was playing like some uh, recorded uh barra brava chants off of his phone i think it was his phone i'm assuming that's where it came from because again bluetooth speaker and uh he was doing that. He was hitting the drum some of the time, and he was basically acting as a one-man cheering section. It was it was great uh, to see him try and bring that enthusiasm. And then, like somewhere near the end, he was he kind of scoffed at the the rest of us in the stands for not getting into it as much as he did. <laughs> that that's um that's like the 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 modern uh you know what do you call them like uh, chant sheet or hymn sheet or whatever. When you yeah. when you walk into a stadium, you know, and, and there's there's this random group of supporters handing you these are the chants that are going to be today, and, and you're like, oh boy, some of these look a little rough. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe, but yeah, that, so instead of that nowadays, now we're talking. We're gonna play chants that we already know, we've already heard <laughs> on our speaker that we brought to the stadium, and and that's where the vibe uh, begins. I love it. I'm a fan. Oh yeah. Uh, wonderful see more of that uh, as the uh, weather gets warmer and uh, more people decide it's okay to go out. Uh, and anyways, there were a few, I'm not going to recap the entire match because, well, you know, number one, I think the DC United Academy has the entire match on their YouTube page. If you really want to see it, how it went down. And number two, that uh, again, the uh, score is not the important thing, even though I'm glad that they shut out uh, the New York Red Bulls youth team, but uh, this is more about the players' development. Anyways, there's a few players I noticed that uh, just wanted to point out. Uh, first, number 42, uh, I believe, is Matai Akimboni. Okay. He was, he was playing at, uh, I guess, uh, left center back. He's listed as a center back, but he was playing on closer to the left side for most of the match. Uh, Fun fact, uh, Matai is a nephew of uh, the Ghana uh, national player and Bayern Munich uh, legendary defender, Sammy Kufour. Um, and uh, he's, you know, on the odd chance that he's, uh, he turns pro, he's eligible to play for both the U.S. and Nigeria's uh, national teams. Oh, yeah. 
Those are those are steep teams to play for. I mean, both both US um US's pool obviously has got a, a, a large amount of talent that that exists yeah. in it, but Nigeria's always been a top team in Africom. Um yeah. so I mean, hey, they, those are high praises that you're even saying that he could even be in the conversation. Yeah, and I'm de- I definitely think he's one to watch as somebody who might uh show up on uh, Loudon's back line at some point this season. Another fun Another fun fact uh, about uh, Matai uh, last month when they were pl- when DC U17s were playing the Philly U17s, but I wasn't able to stay for the whole match. That one I did get to see him uh, score from half field. Whoa! Which you know, granted his attempts this time were not as heroic. I don't even think he thought he was going to score, but the wind was just blowing so heavily that when he cleared the ball from half field at the uh, Philly U-17 goalie, it just went right over his head. And then uh, following that, the uh, Philly goalie uh, got subbed out. He was on the sideline covering his face. I don't know if he actually, oh, no. ran, I don't know if he actually ran into a pole or if he was just dying from embarrassment out there and uh, you know, just want either, but either way, you know, you got to feel bad for the kid to, get uh, scored in such a manner like that. Yeah. But you also don't want these kids getting hurt. You don't want anybody getting hurt. Yeah. Any yeah of course. Not. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. That's tough yeah. to hear, but Hey man. Yeah. Those, physically those, uh, and psychically, but you know, and, yeah. Having the, said that, uh, you know, he was, Matai was not as uh, heroic this match, but you know, there's not every, not every match you're going to pull off a half field goal. Uh, but he yeah, did, I, you know, he, uh, he, uh, he short up the black line where, where, when it counted, he got his, he's got the size and he's got the moves. And, um, another, uh, player who I mentioned briefly in the last episode on this podcast, uh, Gavin Turner, he, I believe he subbed in, in the second half. He, uh, hung around an attacking midfield, uh, winger, uh, showing off some of the skills that got him noticed by the U S national, uh, youth team he got a couple of really good chances one that bounced off the woodwork and then at the and then near the very end of the match he finally got one past the keeper oh okay putting a bow on that putting a bow on that uh, another goal scorer and another name to watch out for is a potential uh loud and call up uh, ignacio nacho alem an attacking player I don't know if I was. I don't know if I uh, arrived too late at the stadium to see his goal, but uh, he's pretty high on some folks' lists. And uh, finally, um, the kid was wearing the captain's armband, number sixty, at center back. Uh, I was really impressed with uh, his play. I wish I could remember his name. Unfortunately, I couldn't uh, pin it down in time for this episode. So. A number 60 for U-17s if you're out there uh, and tell us your name. I'll do my best to correct it either on the site or in the next episode. But, yeah, he um, did – real. whenever the defense broke down in the midfield accident, let a ball slip by them, he was there. All He was there on both sides of the back line, just, uh, you know, shoring up the defense, bailing out his friends, and uh, clearing the ball when needed. He's just everywhere at once. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, very, very high soccer IQ, and hopefully we get to see more of that. Uh, a few other, a few other notes uh, that I wanted to get into. Uh, 
Sure. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to see all of the uh, U15 game because I had another obligation took place right after the U17s. But uh, Braxton Hayes, another young player that I've mentioned, he's got a dedicated. Yeah, I mentioned him. Yeah, he's got a dedicated fan base out here. I oh, mean, really? Yeah, considering the family, he was born and raised in Maryland, so he's a bit of an entourage, huh? Yeah, he's got a, he's got a bit of a posse with him. That that <laughs> that, and also uh, fun fact, uh, he's actually the younger brother of uh, Minnesota United midfielder Jacory Hayes. So uh, no pressure, Braxton, <laughs> but uh, it does seem that a lot of folks in the United in the U.S. soccer world are keeping an eye on this kid. And again, we might very well see him playing for Loudon, if not uh, DC in the future. And, and that's uh, the end goal, right? That everybody wants to end, end up there. Um, and, and we've yeah. showed that there's a pathway, right? There's a pathway to get um, from the academy, you know, potentially through Loudon. Not always yeah. necessary, but yeah, in, into the, the first team in DC United. And turns out as, as, as high as VFL Wolfsburg as well. Um, yeah. We miss you, Kevin. <laughs> we do, but we're, we're stoked, man. I, I couldn't yeah. be happier. I don't even want him here. I want him there. Like, if, if, honestly, like, you know, because it, it, it is a true testament to the yeah. hard work that's going on behind the scenes um, at Loudoun. Um, and, and, and people will talk crap all they want, and they'll say, hey, look, Loudoun experiment's failing because the, the records continue to be uh, what they are. But I'm – I'm sorry. I don't think that anyone in the DC United front office is, is in, in agreement there that they're, they're probably yeah. looking at the, the cash influx for players like that and the talent that, that they're getting with players like uh, Ted Cudi Pietro and Jeremy Gray um, into their first team players like, you know, Donovan Pines, who's a staple for their, their back line um, hasn't started the last two games, but it's more than capable of being that, that, that central uh, center back, that center half there. Um, look, oh, yeah. guys, and, you know, uh, sorry, one, go ahead. One la- sorry. One last, uh, thing I wanted to mention. I also, I do remember that as I was uh, leaving the stadium, I saw the university of Virginia men's team showing up either okay. to train, maybe to train, maybe to scrimmage with the uh, loud after the U 15s played. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to stick around to see, but uh, they were all, you know, they all showed up in their uh, starter jackets and they're bringing all their balls and water balls with them. I don't think they were there just for, uh, Whoa. just for show starter jackets in well, Feb- oh, we got to we got to get one of those. We got to contact yeah. UVA men's soccer. This is awesome. Um, yeah. uh, I, I got you know friend. what I mean, right? So, yeah, um, going. So, yeah, to reiterate my earlier point, uh, uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, March 12th, uh, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., uh, the U-17s and U-15s respectively are playing uh, those of Toronto FC at uh, Segra Field. Well, so, okay. uh, come, so we got a little. Uh, intercontinental uh, action going on there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. You know, real quick, just bringing it back to, to UVA men's soccer. Um, this is called a, is this, is this a plug? Or, you know, this is maybe called a plug. Um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, recently had a, a goalkeeping coach enter the world at um, DC United's realm. Um, a, a wonderful goalkeeper who I know um, I've met on multiple occasions, actually uh, in, in, in real life. His name's Diego Restrepo, and he played, and not only played, he won a national championship with UVA soccer. So I'm just wow, it's pretty cool factoid right there. Um, but either way, look, guys, you know what? What Adam's been doing here is awesome stuff. He has been out there 
you know, in the fields, you know, in the trenches and, and, and learning uh, a lot about what we want to bring to you all as content. Um, you know, it's a little rough right now for both of us. We don't know the players as well, and, and we don't have a lot of information on the players either, but we're getting it. We're, we're making we're making relationships um, and developing those relationships with, with staff and coach coaches at the academy level um, across the entire uh, entirety of the academy. Um, one of the great things about this new DC United Park that's been implemented here and, and built here right near Seger Field is that everything's kind of becoming unified. And so um, we're going to see a lot more of this. You're, you're going to hear a lot more of this. And, and we want to bring it to you, um, I- including interviews. We want to bring you guys, you know, some some staff uh, interviews and, and, and bring you guys some specific content and stuff. So what you're hearing right here is hopefully going to be the beginning of a, a an even more in-depth analysis of the names and the players and the folks that we think are going to potentially break through into either Loudon's roster or into the DC United roster. And, and whether it's Loudon, Loudon's roster or it's the MLS next version of Loudon, their roster, or whatever it ends up becoming. Um, because again, you know, the, I wouldn't necessarily say that's a thing. I mean, right now, the Loudon experiment is is paying dividends, and um, yes, examples, yeah, and examples are are glaring, and their their names are Kevin Paredes. So, um, yeah, that that's awesome, man, and and I appreciate you know you being there. Uh, you know, I, I've been gone on military leave. Uh, for those of you who are Patreon subscribers and are getting able to see this video, um, not live, but as, as an actual video, right? You, you'll you'll see that I'm back home. Um, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you're probably one of our friends and you've probably been to my house. So you know exactly where I'm at. <laughs> but um, either way, um, you know, we, we appreciate uh, everything that you guys are doing. And we, we, we hope that you guys appreciate the information that we're getting, you know, for the, for the Academy folks. Um, and if That's you're not great. a Patreon subscriber, then, uh, well, there's still plenty of time to get on the bandwagon. That's right. Check, check us out. I mean, you know, it, we're easy to find on Patreon. Next in line, um, if you look at Two Loud Adams, you'll, you'll, it'll get sent um, to the right place um but you know one thing that we always stress from the get-go is we're, we're not in this for the money we, we like we like doing what we do we like giving you guys information yeah. we like talking um loud and, you know when, when we started this podcast it was because you know adam and i wouldn't just shut up about loud united <laughs> stuff and and, and so we were trapped it, in during covid yeah we were that. trapped in and, and and everybody was was quiet and we were loud and so we figured <laughs> we would we would continue to just talk uh, talk it up and uh uh, talk loud and together and, and turn it into something that we both enjoy doing as, as a fun little hobby. But yeah. um, if you do want to, if you do want to interested in Patreon, follow us on there, potentially subscribe, do not feel obligated to give us any money. That is not what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not here to ask for that, but uh, yeah. if, if you feel compelled to, we won't stop you either. Um, yeah. And all the money that we'd, you'd give us will go right back into making the show better. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so academy stuff that's awesome man that's great stuff let's if you don't mind let's transition a little bit and talk about one last segment we'll say this is the pre-indy 11 warm-up the pre-home opener warm-up i mean this is the first time in history we have had a Loudoun united season opener at home i am so giddy yeah i'm giddy because i like i like cold soccer i'm sorry (laughs) American soccer, American football is hot. It's, it's July. We it's scarves. You're supposed to wear scarves for for soccer. We're not wearing scarves. Yeah. We want to. I want to be bundled up. So and like there's like there's snow on the forecast. 
I, we can wear boots and jeans and sing away and you'll you'll see our breath when we are chanting oh i can't wait i'm so <laughs> giddy for this um but either way coming to town is indy 11 indy 11 is a team that we have a little bit of history with which is saying something yeah. we're only in our fourth year of existence um we, we've <laughs> we've played them three times we lost the first two we spanked them the third time um and that was last season um but this is a whole new whole new Indy 11 team. This is a, a well-funded Indy 11 team. They're going to come out here, and they're going to think that they can roll over us. Um, I don't think that they can, but they've got some big names that they have signed in recent weeks. Um, one name to be on the lookout for is a very highly touted goalkeeper um, that MLS side Nashville SC has, has loaned to them just for the season. So um, expect to see Elliot. Pen Paneco Panecho. Sorry, I'm not <laughs> Italian. It's, you know, I don't know. But we're gonna go with Panecho. Um, but either way, I'll take your be, word on for it on this. Yeah, one. Elliot's gonna be between the sticks. Um, you know, be, be ready to see that. He's gonna be he's gonna be stout and he will be looking to uh, make some saves. Uh, one day when we find out if we ever sign a striker, we'll know who's gonna be pressuring him on Saturday. Um but a- another name that has uh, had some success in the USL, which is it's a big deal, right? Knowing how to play in this league is one thing. Not that there's a major learning curve. I'm not saying we're the English Premier League, but I will say that it's different, right? It's it's different. Yeah. Um, games can come at you, uh, you know, real fast. And um, and Wayne Rooney said it best. You know, this ain't this is not a country that you know you can just zip around in. It's not uh, jump on the train and, and you're in Liverpool in a couple hours. You know, you gotta fly, and it's a it's a big darn country. Um, yep. If you've been to the corners of it. But um, so so knowing knowing the league is important, and, and this guy knows the league, uh, and it's it's Jonas uh, Fielberg. He played uh, for RGV Toros last year, had a bunch of goals, uh, three or four goals over the course of his like eight or nine um, games he played. Um, a talented young kid, very highly touted, and has been looked at by multiple MLS clubs. I think that he really wants to uh, make his name here in, in, in the USL Championship before making that next jump. So, look, y'all, this is this is a team that's that's looking to come in here, and, and they're looking to roll us. And, and I think that mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't think that they're going to. Um, that's that's my personal opinion on it. Um, but. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what, what yeah. Coach Martin has up his sleeve. Um, I'm hoping. I'm not only. I'm not only hoping. I'm going to go ahead and say that I am. Maybe know that there are some upcoming signings that we're going to still hear from this week, and that's not Ooh. even intel that I'm saying I have. I'm just able to count with uh, with my fingers, and I can tell you that we don't have a full team um, rosterable at the moment. So they, you know, whether they're. Um, exciting veterans across the usl championship whether or not they bring in a, a premier league english premier league um striker um that one's probably not gonna happen or whether it's just academy players getting signed on pro contracts you know I, you're gonna see some more names come in in the door um and Here uh, i was hoping that we could debut our five five zero formation and see how that works five five zero right <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, 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 the the six five zero. We're not even gonna play goalkeeper. No, that's not true. We we've got we've got like twelve goalkeepers on the roster. So, um, yeah. If if they wear gloves at the top of the field, number nine position, maybe they can punch the ball in. Um, you know, let's hope the refs don't notice. Yeah, yeah. Some of those names, uh, I'm gonna say that I think that we we might see. And these these again, this is not intel. I'm not I'm not getting this from the team. But I'm gonna say that 
probably see them on potential pro contracts. Their names you already know. That's um names like Abdelatif, Abdelatif, Abokara, Jackson Hopkins, Matthias Johannes, Owen Walls. Names that we've seen before in Loudon jerseys. Names that mm-hmm. we know can make it at the pro level. Um, Jackson Hopkins is even tearing it up when he was in preseason uh, roster oh, yeah, for DC United. Um, I, I think we're gonna see names like that pop up. Um, but. But yeah, uh, look, you know, can't say it enough. You know, we're going to be there on, uh, on, on on Saturday, on March 12th. We hope that if you're listening in right now, we hope that you're going to be there. Uh, we hope that we are able to get the same energy that, that Audi felt that, that DC United had for that first game where they really just trounced um, newcomer Charlotte. And uh, we hope that we are heading into our first or our second game, but our first away match. Um, against a rival opponent, you know, similar to to what DC did uh, against New York Rebels too on March 19th. We're hoping we're going into that with a win. Um, DC's never gotten a win, or excuse me, Loudon never got a win in their first ever game. You know, they they've had three um, openers in the season. They've gotten a tie against Philly two years ago. That was the 2020 season that was COVIDed out yeah. and nasty. Um, it was my it was my first time ever driving. Uh... Driving through different states to uh, see a soccer match, so that was an interesting thing. Oh yeah, but, that's that's uh, that's an experience, you know, especially because yeah. we were tailgating really crazy. But yeah, before um, the world ended. <laughs> yeah, the the other games that they've played have been losses for openers. Um, so yeah. I, I, this this could be this could be the big change to that. But but hey, folks, yeah. that's all we've got for for tonight. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if you want, if you want to. Follow us again on Patreon if you want to hear some extra additional content. You know, follow us on social media. We're going to be the ones who are, I wouldn't necessarily say the first line, but we're certainly right there in first line. Uh, on, on, if you want to get some intel on, on upcoming signings and, and when they're going to be announced and stuff, check us out because we're going to we're going to help let you know and bring you in the conversation on, on when those happen. So, um, but that's you all say we got. That we're the next in line. We're, we're, yeah, that's, yeah, there Sorry. it is. He's a. He's a lover of the puns. That's right. Um, yeah. So I'm trying not to sing. If you've made it this far in the episode, uh, please yeah, contain yourself. Um, so anyways, uh, that's it for tonight. Uh, we hope you're able to listen in. And uh, we thank you for, for tuning in. We thank you for, for being a, a supporter and a listener. Um, yeah, take it away. As, as always, I am Adam Indelovitz. I'm Adam Davis. And stay loud and united. <laughs>